trust the story that is within you and don't be afraid to speak directly to it. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the CC America podcast, a show dedicated to helping others get mentally fit through testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to another live taping of the CC America podcast. I am your host, Tamaria Jordan, and we have the wonderful pleasure of welcoming to the CC America stage, Mrs. Adrienne Free. Welcome, Adrienne. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. You're welcome. Well, we are excited to have you. And guests, let me tell you, you are in for a treat. If this is your first time checking out the CC America podcast, this is a show dedicated to helping others get mentally fit through stories of faith, inspiration, and transformation. So tonight I said you're in for a treat because Adrian Free is an award-winning certified group fitness instructor and dance ministry lead. Adrian literally and figuratively dances to the beat of her own drum. She has a passion for encouraging and leading the next generation, first as a therapeutic recreational dance instructor for disabled teens and young adults, and now weekly with the youth at her church. Though Adrian has had to navigate life differently with herbs palsy, she enjoys challenging herself to reach beyond her limits, whether solo vacationing internationally, dancing on skates, or competing in speed typing contests with one hand. This godmother of six, born in North Carolina, graduated from North Carolina A&T State University School of Technology, and now resides in Virginia. Adrian is a new best-selling author who recently released her first children's book titled Differently Daphne, as you can see here in my background, which debuted at number six on Amazon's hot new release top 10 list. Congratulations, Adrian. Thank you so much. You are welcome. So this book is a fun rhyming yet inspirational children's story. Differently, Daphne is written to encourage children with limb differences to know that they are enough, to never give up, and that they are just as capable as anyone else, even if they have to do things differently. So let's let Adrian tell us a little bit about herself to kick us off. Awesome. So as you've read, um, my book, and I will start with my book because my book is a reflection of my life growing up with herbs palsy. So I am a, a girl that had a has a, a difference, right? But I had to learn that um, my difference was my superpower. Um, and so it was just through the encouragement of my family and my friends that I was able to identify that my difference is not a bad thing. It helps me to be able to accomplish the same things as other people. I just might have to learn how to do them differently. And so it gave me a little bit of an edge, right? Um, and that's how I think about it now. Like it's taught me how to think outside the box, you know, be resourceful, be creative, use my imagination. And so that kind of helped, you know, tailor who I am today. I am very optimistic. I'm always like kind of living in the clouds. Some, well, I'm not going to say always because sometimes <laughs> I got to bring myself back down. But I, I love thinking about what could be, you know. Um, and so I, I definitely don't, you know, see that as a hindrance. But that is one thing that I had to learn how to work through 
you know, growing up. Like you said, I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina, and I have to say this. I am a graduate of North Carolina A&T, so Aggie Pride. <laughs> I love you know, it. we can't go without saying that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I'm a I'm a dancer, as you read. I'm a lover of music. I, I'm a I'm a God chaser. I'm a venture seeking individual that you know just kind of always looking to you know live my dream, but you know navigate life in the process the best way I can. So um, I think that kind of sums up a little bit of who I am. I love it, Adrian. And you know what I thought was beautiful? Um, even in the introduction of your book, you talked about your parents, how they provided you with the freedom and encouragement to believe beyond your limitations. So it kind of speaks to what you mentioned about, you know, being in the clouds and dreaming. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So my parents, oh my goodness, my parents were amazing. And, um, you know, most of the time you don't really realize that until you get older. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so what kind of inspired me to write this book is, you know, my experiences out in the world, seeing people that have an injury similar to mine, or perhaps the same one, not having the same, uh, amount of confidence or joy within themselves, and um, and I and I realized, you know, and and also being older and being around younger children, I have nieces, and like you said, I have godchildren. You know that that starts early, so right. it really made me realize how great of an example and how great uh, parents I had and was blessed to have growing up. Um, and so, yeah, they. They, you know, of course I ran into hardships, you know, learning how to do some of the simple things that may be simple to everybody else. Um, but, you know, trying to work through those frustrations and over time, even though they, you know, would jump in and help me, they soon realized how independent I was because I, once I learned that I was able to do something, even like I said, with just a tweak of doing it a little bit differently, I kind of ran with that. And so they, you know, got to a point where they knew they had to back off and that they, they wanted to back off so that I can have that sense of independence. And um, I think that really, once again, just really painted the picture for where, where I am today and what I am able to see myself doing without the blockage of, I have a disability, you know, I can't. Right. And, and therefore, like I said, I push with I can do this, you know, it may be a little bit of a struggle today, um, but if I work through it, you know, if I, you know, have a positive mindset, yes. then I can eventually overcome it and, and you know, um, get through it. And so that they, like I said, they just been amazing in that. And they're, and they're that way today, you know, they're, you know, they'll maybe like, Adrian, I don't know if you should, but then they're like, <laughs> we know you got it, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I look, I just know that you have always been an inspiration to me. So for anyone that doesn't know, Adrienne and I are good friends from way back when we met in Hampton Roads, Virginia. Um, yeah. We've cheered together, we've danced together, and this woman is absolutely amazing. So Yes, I'm so proud of you and all of the things that you've accomplished, all the things you will accomplish, and just always being true to who you are and having that spirit 
where you are encouraging, uplifted, what we said in your bio and what you've said about yourself and what others have seen as well. You are certainly an inspiration to many children and adults alike. Ah, thank you. That means a lot because you inspire me. I know I say that all the time as well to you. Uh, I, I <laughs> iron sharpens iron. <laughs> Amen. Yes. Speaking of iron sharpening iron, you talked about being a God chaser and we, we talked about your ministry work. So what role has faith played in your journey? Oh, a major role, a major role, especially, uh, you know, stepping out on my own, you know, it's it's nice to have that uh, that cushion, that nest of of your parents, right? And um, but once you step out on your own and have to really learn how to navigate life, you really realize where your help comes from, right? Um, because sometimes some things are just overbearing, right? Or at least feel that way. Um, and there have been you know situations in. Um, my adult life where I had to really press on God to get through situations. And so faith has been a huge part. And, and the more that I grow and the more that I experience, the more and more it, you know, becomes like uh, a requirement, a necessity, right? Like I'm, I, I, some, you know, sometimes sit and be like, man, I don't know where or how, or, you know, you know, where I would be if, if I didn't have God in my life, because sometimes life can knock you down and knock you down hard, you know? Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, I had to, um, you know, uh, really just kind of, like I said, uh, trust in God on some situations or a lot of situations. And, um, and even in pursuit of, you know, this book and, other endeavors, you know, I just really had to, you know, uh, pray about that thing. <laughs> As my dad would say, got pray about that thing sometimes, <laughs> you know, so I <laughs> really pray about that thing and, and trust God. So um, God is, God is everything. God is everything. And um, I just always work to try to strengthen that relationship. Um, you know, we, we, we fall down, but we get up. Yes. <laughs> so um that's that's always uh kind of the the on the forefront or um top priority you know with um my my day-to-day -day, you know so I love yeah. it yeah so speaking of which in terms of your book um and when you mentioned you know having the faith to push forward you recently released Differently Daphne, which is your first children's book. I know it will not be your last, which debuted at number six on Amazon's hot new release top 10 list. So you are rocking it out. <laughs> so can you tell us what inspired you a little bit more about, I should say, what inspired you to write the book? Um, so I knew, well, the setting of my story takes place when a little girl with a difference and I'm just going to group it and you know as a difference um, enters into school and um, we know at that time and it doesn't even have to be 
pertains to school, because even as adults, when we walk into new situations, you know, um, we can kind of get in a space of comparing, right? So kids do the same thing. And of course, even more so, you know, when they haven't been around a lot of children. And so they immediately start to look at what makes them different. And so I wanted to write a story that speaks to children in that specific circumstance, um, but also show the impact of having uh, empathetic friends, compassionate friends, uh, and show the role that they play and how um, essential that is to children, you know, to kind of help steer, steer children away from you know, situations of being bullied or being the bully. Um, so it kind of, it centers around all that, but I really wanted to speak to children at that uh, age where they are really influenced and where their confidence, where they're at a stage where they're starting to build their self-belief and confidence and try to get them at that tender age so that as they grow older, they can not um, harp down on the difference in a negative way, but start looking at it in a positive way and also be able to see how they can be that source of encouragement to other people that may have a difference um, or, you know, or just uniquely themselves in maybe a fun, fantastic, squirrely kind of way sometimes. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And in this day and age, this is really a hot topic and on time for what you're doing because you know, obviously the pandemic shut a lot of things down, but as we, we go back to school, I know even before that bullying was a, a, a hot topic um, and then knowing people who've gone through it. So I think it's very timely. And as you mentioned, it's a difference. It makes you unique. It makes you special. And I love that you're using your story to inspire and encourage others. Yeah. 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 I think that's, um, we, we're definitely in a time um, and I know it's a children's book, but we're just definitely in a time where people need that encouragement. Um, I mean, we're in a social media age and yes. oh my goodness, talk about comparing. I know I've, even though I've written this book, right, but we've all written from a place that we've gone through right. um, and sometimes still working through, right? Um, but talk about comparing. And so, you know, being that we're in a, such a space where, uh, we are constantly looking at other people's lives, you know, um, we need something that encourages you to uh, accept your difference, accept what makes you unique, and really uh, thrive in that and, and, and appreciate it, you know, because there's what, what they, there's always uh, what they say, you can always try to be a a copy, but there's no, nothing better than the original or oh, whatever like that's that. saying. <laughs> yes. I, I like that. And you know what? That's so true. And it's so funny. I was just talking to someone about this. I said, you know, people see 60 seconds and they assume they know someone's entire life. They don't see the struggles. They're like, wait a minute. They may think that on the surface, something looks one way. And then you find out it's something completely different. Absolutely. And, and so it, it is interesting how social media has been both a blessing and a curse in a lot of ways. Yeah. <laughs> because you're right. I see why they say comparison is the thief of joy. And I don't think I understood it when I was younger, but now I really see, you know, mm -hmm. we all have so much to be grateful for, but the more we're looking around, 
the less we can see in front of us and see, you know, how blessed we truly are. So trust me, God has dealt with me in that area as well. Sometimes, you know, Mm -hmm. comparing our journeys and, and life experiences, but I think there's benefits to the comparison, but then also obviously to your point, not getting bogged down by the, the comparison. Right. Yeah. Like if you're comparing to like to inspire, right? Like as an author, you know, I look at other authors and I'm like, Ooh, that's awesome. What they're doing, you know, Ooh, you know, how awesome. Maybe one day I could do that. Right. But not to settle in on the fact that I am not quite there or my situation doesn't look exactly like theirs. But if you're living in a space to be inspired by them, great right and I think that's what helps us to continue to push forward we need to continue to be inspired by other people so yeah and the benefit of of that of social media yeah it's great in that aspect but when you harp when you focus on it too long to try to see why you're not where they are or you know to start picking yourself apart then that's when it gets dangerous that's when it gets dangerous for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what advice, speaking of inspiring others, what advice would you give to other aspiring authors? I would say stick to the story that is true to you because there are so many people waiting to hear to hear your story. And I think sometimes, it's funny how we keep going back to this comparing thing, but but sometimes we want to feel like, well, my, nobody's going to want to hear my story or I don't really have a story because we're looking at other people, but there are so many people in this world and there are so many people that could relate to you. So I would uh, tell people, yeah, to really just really stick to your story and uh, share your story and, and link to people that are kind of going in the same direction as you or that can add to, you know, um, what you may be writing about, you know, um, cause you can get inspiration from those people as we were just talking about. So I, I, I just say really trust the story and the vision that, you know, uh, if you're a believer that God gave to you and, and go with it, right. Because there's somebody waiting on it. So, yeah, so that's, that's, I think that's like the basic thing. If you're writing, from that kind of self-help, that uh, uh, nonfiction, you know, um, space. But yeah, just really trust trust the story that is within you and don't be afraid to speak directly to it. Oh, yes, I love that. So speaking of which, can you speak directly to us about what we can expect from Adrian over the next year? Oh man, over the next year, well, I hope to be doing more of these. <laughs> yes. I hope to be doing more of this and um, continuing to push the message of Differently Daphne, um, you know, not only just nationally, um, but internationally, you know, speaking. Um, I know I have uh, a, a, yeah, I have something lined up for next year, which oh my goodness, Tamaria, is actually a uh, 10 year, I would say over 10 year in the making kind of situation. Okay. That if I did not write this book, that this opportunity may not have ever happened. Oh, wow. Oh, I cannot wait. 
yes. so um so yeah so just continuing to you know push differently Daphne um out there hopefully be on you know somebody's tv screen somewhere and yes. and um, like I said continue to speaking to children um that have uh brachial plexus injuries earth palsy injuries and and I'm also I was getting ready to leave out a good part um, I want to make this a series. So I'm hoping to, you know, within, within the next year to come out with my second book. So uh, walking differently, Daphne, into a new challenge and also showing uh, children how she uh, was able to overcome that challenge. So, um, so yeah, I'm hoping to come out with book two, another best-selling yes. book. Uh, <laughs> as part of the Differently Daphne series. Well, we love to hear it. And one thing that I probably should have asked earlier, some individuals may not be familiar with herbs, palsy, or brachial plexus injuries. Can you explain for our audience um, what those are? Yeah, so um, so herbs, palsy, the injury that I have um, is a, a birth injury. So it actually... Um, is a result of a shoulder dystocia event that occurs during delivery. And what that is, is basically when the baby gets stuck, shoulder, baby's shoulder gets stuck in the birth canal. Um, and uh, usually through the navigating of trying to get that child out, because at mm -hmm. that point when they're stuck, they're not breathing, right? Um, so in the navigating of trying to get the child out, the um, brachial, the nerves that attach to the brachial root um, are sometimes stretched or severed. Um, and so it causes, you know, some mild injuries all the way to some very severe injuries. And um, so when it's uh, birth related like that, uh, it's herbs palsy. Um, brachial plexus injuries uh, kind of more um, not necessarily have to occur during birth, um, but it's just when there is um, a, like I said, a stretching, a tearing, a bruising of the nerve um, the, that controls the movement, the growth in the arm, hand, and that could actually kind of occur maybe from a situation like a car accident, a really mm -hmm. severe car accident. or um, So yeah, so that's what uh, herbs palsy or brachial plexus injuries are kind of in short. Um, so yeah, uh, a shoulder dystocia doesn't always end in an herbs palsy injury, um, but it could potentially lead to that. And, um, it's actually a very common injury. Um, but there are a lot that a lot of children that heal from them. Um, so there's more a, of a percentage that heals from it, um, than there are that do not heal from it, um. Because I mean, you got to think about how many children are birth, you know, in a day, right? Um, True. You know, so um, and the size of your baby, it could play a, a large part in that too. Because um, if you have a really big baby, like I was 10 pounds, 14 ounces. So I know as you as a mom, <laughs> we're probably like, whoa, you know, so, um, you know, there's a large baby trying to come out of a small space and right. um, naturally you could get stuck, right? So yeah, so that's kind of a little bit about herbs palsy. Um, Thank yeah. you. Very, very informative. So 
I, I'm going to touch and agree with you that you will be able to be on these platforms and educate um, individuals and definitely as you're doing, just continuing to inspire us because I learned a lot. Um, I've learned a lot from you and even what you've shared uh, today has been inspiring me. So I know that you've learned a lot on this journey okay. called life. Um, what are a few of the most impactful lessons that you would say you've learned to date? Oh, man. I think one would be never wait on the perfect opportunity. I think a lot of times we get caught up in trying to put a, a specific timeline or a specific scenario to an event that you're going to do or, um, you know, a dream that you're going to pursue. And what I have learned is that there's never really a perfect situation, right? There's never really a True. perfect moment. And, uh, and so you just kind of have to, you know, if you, if you really want to do that thing, do it now. Right. Um, and it doesn't even have to be in business. I also apply that when it comes to exploring the world and traveling and doing fun, exciting things such as that. Uh, cause I never want to get in a space where I say I should have, could have, would have, you know, right. if I, if I waited for wait until I got married or if I waited until I got all this money or then it may never happen and we only get one life right so, so you know you you have the opportunity to go back you know when you are married when you have more money you know but if you I have like the, that <laughs> yeah. so if you have the chance to to do that thing today then do it um and I learned that lesson uh actually kind of young uh, funny, funny story. I, when I was dating a guy in high school and a friend of mine invited me to go on this trip. And I was so sure that I was like, it's spring break. And I'm going <laughs> to, me and this boyfriend, we're going to uh, go to the movies. We're going to go here. We're going to go there. And Tamara asked me if any of that happens. <laughs> so I missed out on a trip, a free trip with oh, a friend. Oh wow. Yes, to wait and do something with someone that, you know, claimed we were going to do this and that and it never happened. So I learned that lesson early. I said, uh never again will I, I do that. Right. <laughs> if I want to do a thing, I'm going to do it, you know, and uh if you, if you want to do that thing, but well, we, we can do that thing when I come back. Right? Yes. <laughs> I'm exactly. not going to miss out on this opportunity. And so, and that's just like, it's so going back to even on the business side, um, you know, when you have a dream, uh, uh, an idea, if you can find a way to make it happen, if you can link up with the right people, you know, take that opportunity now. And I think we learned that as well through the pandemic. True. You know, sadly, we've lost a lot of people and I'm sure um, a lot of those people and even their loved ones did not expect for them to not be here. And mm -hmm. um, and so I know it really taught me an even greater lesson um, in 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 sticking to that, you know, uh, Adrian, do that thing, go to that place, you know, uh, Eat, eat that, uh, go get that ice cream. You really want, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> you know, 
you know, because you just kind of never know, you know, everything in moderation, right? And we want to be safe right. and all that stuff too. And, but I mean, besides that, besides, you know, what could kind of, I guess, maybe could categorize as common sense things. Um, it's just, it just do it like Nike. I like it. <laughs> I'm here for it. That's true. So I'm going to get that ice cream tonight. <laughs> All right now and enjoy it. Enjoy it. Don't, don't let it be sugar free either now. <laughs> I love it. So speaking of which you had mentioned, you know, even in your career and, and just going for it. So in your career and outside of work, you have been blessed to wear many hats. And like you said earlier, just going for it. So how do you maintain a healthy balance? juggling everything that you do in and outside of work? Oh, I think that is a constant work in progress because I am a natural overachiever and I love to be involved. Um, so I have to constantly remind myself that you know, Adrian, you might want to do everything, but you can't do everything and it's okay. Um, and so um, for mental health as well, uh, I've definitely learned a lot about that over, you know, the last couple of years um, and in trying to, you know, find that, that me time and really be able to recharge and restore, you know, I, I have to constantly remind myself that. So that is a working progress, but, you know, with me teaching dance to my girls at church, you know, that is an, an outlet that I love and, and dance fitness. I love that with skating, like all of that I love. So I try to do that, you know, as often as I can, um, because I don't want to miss out on the fun um, in life. I mean, I know we, we work hard, right? But right. we gotta enjoy life too. And so I, I try to to do that, I try to have, you know, fun, you know, when I can and um and and try to find, you know, solace in those things that um that God has blessed me with the opportunity to be able to do. And uh yeah, so it's a it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress, but I'm very active in, in maintaining that as a focus, you know, Okay. Um, you know, day to day, but some days are challenging, <laughs> more challenging than others. <laughs> and you know, when you said that, it reminded me of a quote that um, one of my colleagues had shared with me and I was trying to see if I could figure out who wrote it. Actually, it was Dolly Parton. And she oh. said, don't get so busy making a living that you forget to make a life. And I remember where I was working at the time, I was working like some days, 12 hours, I was coming in on the weekends. And someone said to me, like, you know, I feel like you're going to do more than like where you are now. And they were like, why are you here? And I remember thinking like, well, that's an interesting question in my mind. I'm thinking I, I'm on the path that I think I want to be on, but right. they could see more in me than I could see in myself. So they had that um, they had mentioned that quote. So then I happened to be in Virginia beach and I found it. I think it was in the store somewhere. It was a, a refrigerator magnet, but it also had the hook to hang on your door. So yeah. I took it to work and put it on my cube and I gave her one. And I said, that is a really good quote because it is. we forget. So I, I love what you said about that balance. And, you know, mm -hmm. we have to have fun and enjoy ourselves because we otherwise what, what is life if we're not enjoying it? 
Exactly. Exactly. I'm like, hey, I want to, yeah, I want to do big things. And yes, I want to, you know, try to live up to my best potential, right. you know, professionally or, you know, uh, entrepreneurially. I think that's a word, right? <laughs> It said, look, sounds good to me. <laughs> look, we know what you mean. <laughs> right. Yeah, but at the same time, I enjoy spending time with family and friends. And, yes. you know, I don't want to miss out on that, you know? So, yeah, we definitely, we definitely got to remember to live. That's so sure. true. Know that I miss you, boo. <laughs> oh, I miss you too. Oh my gosh, we have we have so many memories. Uh, so to our listeners, we we just really so many memories over the years. And ironically, I'll share this quick story before um, we wrap up. But Adrian and I we met in Virginia Beach many years ago, and I told her earlier that I had the journal where she and I met. I think I remember now where we were. We were off Alaskan Road. Okay. We were sitting outside near that Dairy Queen. <laughs> and we wrote, like, I, I think it was Laskin Road. I just, I remember being in Virginia Beach. And I shared with her earlier that on July 13th, Adrian and I sat outside and we talked about our dreams and we wrote down some things. And I am happy to say that some of those things we've actually done. And it's funny, it may have happened years later. And right. I pulled out this book today because that was the year that the vision for CC America came to me, August um, 2010. So a little bit uh, after. And so mm -hmm. I was just like, oh my gosh, like what are the odds of that, that time? It was either 2010 oh. or 2011, but I remember it was around the time that we were cheering together. So I said, there is something about doing what you feel God has called you to do to write the vision and make it plain because mm -hmm. who knew? In 2021, on July 22nd, we would be sitting here today having this conversation. Exactly. It, like, wow. Wow. <laughs> yes, full circle. And I was thinking about that. I know you, like you said, you brought that up to me earlier, but I was thinking about that maybe a few weeks ago. Like, I remember when Tamara and I were thinking of this like business plan and we were trying to, you know, get our yes. ducks in a row. We we're going to open our establishment and exactly everything. Yeah. So it, it is great. And that's why it's so awesome to like see what you're doing now and um, to see how you've expanded and grown your brand and you know, you, you inspire and you make me proud, you know, I'm like, I know her. I Thank know her. you. And likewise, <laughs> likewise, sis. Oh, thanks. So can you tell our listeners how they can connect with you? Yeah. So I am on Instagram under BPI author underscore Adrian Free, and also on Facebook as well. Um, so yeah, facebook.com forward slash, I think it is, um, BPI author underscore Adrian free as well. Um, if you do a search, it's just author Adrian free. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think those are my two main platforms, uh, that I utilize now. Um, I will expand and catch up at some point. <laughs> uh, trust me. I understand. It's look, it's a work in progress. And would you like to share your website as well? Yes, it's www.authoradrianfree.com. 
Fantastic. So before we wrap up, what is one personal affirmation that you live by? Ooh. Oh, man. That's a good question. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to do it two ways. Okay. So in my book, Differently Daphne, I present an affirmation that children can take away with them. And uh, the affirmation in that book is, my name is, and you can fill in the blank, but in this case, we'll say Daphne. My name is Daphne and I believe in me. I am strong and smart enough to do this differently. So um, yes, so that that's my affirmation from Differently Daphne. Um, and I think for me, oh goodness, in real life, I feel like I have so many <laughs> different things that I am like, oh, let me look at the scripture or let me look at, you know, remind myself of this. But um, I think at the end of the day, I always just try to tell myself um, to press forward and trust God. Like I I really do. I think that's a constant reminder to myself, just press forward and trust God. Right. Um, So, yeah, I think that kind of sums that up in a few words. (laughs) I love it. Well, Adrian, on behalf of myself and our listeners, we just want to thank you so much for spending time with us on the CC America podcast. I know that our listeners will be just as inspired as I am. Keep doing your thing. Keep shining, queen. And to all of our listeners, be blessed. Until next time, have a good night. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the CC America podcast. We appreciate you tuning in week after week and joining us for stories of faith, inspiration, and transformation. So that you never miss an update, please subscribe at www.ccamericapodcast.com. You can also follow us on all of our social media platforms at CC America LLC. You can also just search for CC America on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. We hope that you are encouraged and inspired by this show. If so, please don't hesitate to share the episodes or let people know that you are listening so that they too can be inspired. We appreciate your support and until next time, be blessed.